Welcome to episode 95 of Flights, Football, and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? Better than most, not as good as some, Mike. How are you doing? Oh, torn between two lovers, feeling like a fool. Um, hey. You got a little good reverb going yeah, there. Bears, are, bears coming off a win. And as the Bears sealed the win, the Red Sox gave up two runs in the top of the eighth to tie it 4-4, game three of the ALDS. So, yeah. hey, but if you put a gun to my head and said, which I hope you would never do. Right, right. I, <laughs> but, I, if, but if no. you did, yes. Um, and you said, Mike, this team will win the championship in its respective league from now until the end of time. The other team will be non-existent, mediocre at best, and shitty. What is it going to be? And I'm going to say, all right, well, sorry, Red Sox. Thanks for the four World Series titles since 2004, but let's go Bears. So, <laughs> and people would say, well, Jesus, Mike, this is a playoff game. This is only week five in the NFL. Why would you? you, you hey, the question was posed. I can only pick one or the other. <laughs> right, I'm, a, right. I'm a Bear fan first, Red Sox fan second. And, hey, you know, the Red Sox still have a, an opportunity, one out, bottom of the eighth, 4-4. Four, four, and it's one. Even if they lose this game, they could still win the next two. So, right. But, anyway, Bears won. Um, still think Matt Nagy's an idiot, but – and we'll get into that segment, two when we talk more sports. But, yeah. uh, anyway, what do we got for uh, first tasting tonight? Episode 95, five short of 100. Isn't that crazy? Crazy. Crazy. So, uh, we've got some more from Cranker's Brewery in Big Rapids, Michigan. Uh, this is their flagship IPA called The Professor. 6.6% alcohol and 77 IBUs. Uh, this is a West Coast style, so it should be pretty hoppy. Looking forward to this. As am I. So this will be... The, the Cranker's Professor IPA will be the uh, Bears victory selection of the pod. Hopefully we can get a Red Sox victory selection. Well, that would be good. In the pod. Just trying to I find the, I find the smaller the brewery, the tougher the pour for me anyway. Well, you kind of had the glass pretty vertical and I, I mean I I think the listeners even heard it going in. So you, you were a little aggressive on that. I think you're excited See, the yes, Bears won and the, you got know, excited the Bears won and you know cuz I pretty much have a I've got a yeah, I've got perfect. a commercial pour right there. Actually, yours is perfect. Mine's actually more of the commercial pour because you notice on the commercial beers, there's oh. actually a lot of hat. Yeah, okay. Because they just want to say, hey, we're not going to overserve you. We're going to short <laughs> you on your beer. Yours is actually the perfect yeah. pour, though. Cheers. Cheers. Not as bitter as I was anticipating at 77 IBUs. No, me neither. But like you said, it does have the. The piney IPA taste to that, it. Yeah, the West Coast kind of style. Yeah, correct. Um, what do you got for us? All right, well, hey, another big, big week of viewing pleasure. And we're going to stick to that theme. The last few episodes, we've always kicked it off with uh, what you've been watching. American Horror I'm going to watch it. There's two left, obviously. You, you know, you're not going to watch a series eight out of ten episodes and call her quits. Right. But I wish they would have stuck with the, the cast and the plot line of the first six episodes, unless something really, really speeds up in uh, episodes nine and ten, watchable. But it's not, you know, Evan Peters isn't there. 
I mean, Sarah Paulson's in both car- uh, parts, but yeah, uh, the theme they're using, not really my cup of tea, if you will, but being a loyal American Horror Story fan, I'm going to cut it out, stick stick through it, and go from there. And I, yeah, if you if you could get some tissue handy, Dave, um, this could get emotional because I'm very very uh, torn actually. <laughs> Billions last week. Fantastic finish to a episode, season five, best five seasons ever. Not going to tell any of our listeners. Nick Witzke, I know he's catching. He might be the one. I who, haven't seen it either. So he might be one of the listeners, and I know I don't you have and Shelly. And yet. I'm not going to give you a spoiler alert. This isn't a spoiler. Alert. This was actually news. Okay. So this isn't a spoiler. Alert. So you still got to watch the series. Okay. Because I'm not going to say what happened there, but other than it was fucking fantastic as you would expect from billions. But almost like if if I look up in 40 minutes and watch the Rays hit a grand slam and take a nine, 8-4 lead over the Red Sox, I don't think I would be as dejected and hurt as when I saw this news prior to the Liz and I watching the season finale of Billions. Okay. And that is that Damian Lewis, actor who plays Bobby Axelrod, is out. No. He's tapped. Really? Leaving the series. And it's just like, no are you way. fucking kidding me? Where did they go? And, it, and you know, now now everybody who listens is saying, well, what do you mean that's not a spoiler? If he obviously fucking dies or does this or does that. Well, hey, watch the show. But that was actually news. I didn't spoil anything on Billions. No. Damian Lewis announced he was not returning for season six, which will start production in January. Or the, the first episode is in January. They start production in whatever it is. But Damian Lewis will not be there. And I'm crushed. I'm actually, I'm actually more devastated by that. Well, here's the thing. No, it's actually got me more intrigued because if he's not, I mean, he is. You know, there's a lot of great character development in that show, but if he's not at the center of attention, it had to be a hell of a season finale. Then. Oh, it was. It, Do you it, know what I mean? It, it has yeah, to take it, a certain it, twist, it, where, yeah. in the sense that if he's not going to be there, and I'm assuming since it was like news to you, because you would have been. You wouldn't have been shocked at that news had he died or something. He, he you know, right. he would have died in the season ender. I and actually, this is how it went down. This is how it went down. Liz and I had not seen the season finale yet, and then I got the thing. And I actually posted it on our Facebook. I actually posted okay. the link on our Facebook page that he was not coming back. But neither Liz nor myself clicked the link because. Okay, that's a potential spoiler that sure. you know. So, but then so we watched the season finale. Uh, I think it was Tuesday night, and then after we watched it, I'm like, all right, well, let me read this article, and then you know, just to make sure it wasn't clickbait or something. Right. But, you know, he just is yeah. done with it. I guess during filming of season five, he lost his wife due to some form of cancer or another. I don't know if it was breast cancer or whatever all type right. cancer. And I don't mean to belittle that. I just don't remember what cancer yeah. it was, and um, and I don't know if that was the reason, or if he's you know made enough money, or if he just figured, well, fuck it, five seasons, I got to move on with my life and do this, that, or the other. Well, thing. yeah, but, I would imagine you know, I, you know, you go through something like that, yeah. you're like, hey, time's ticking, so yeah. I, I won't. So, there's, if there's other things I want to do, right, and that's what I mean. It's like, well, you know, and then yeah, but yeah, you got to watch the end of it. And it's just like, but it's you know. Billions with Noah Bobby Axelrod. I mean, it'd almost be like you, you, you rent a John Holmes porn video, 
and I'm playing the role of John Holmes. I mean, you'd be like, what? What's going on? This is bullshit. I, I, I rented this for John Holmes, the legend. And I got this little pencil dick fucker in here. It's come on. It's just, but I'll still watch it and see where they go from there. But I mean, it's going to be tough because Axe right. was the man. I so, agree. I um, agree. Oh, and then the other thing we, uh, Liz and I watched, the Mini Saints of Newark. Did you that's see it? A, well, no, I saw the ad. So that's actually, um, and right now you, you bring it up, but I can't remember the in the Sopranos. Um, I'm having a brain fart on the main actor, but this is his son. Playing James Gandolfini. There his you son go. is Michael Gandolfini. There you go. Pl- uh, playing that character as a youth. Right. Yeah. And shame on me, because of all that hype, I assumed... And, the, you know, the big dog from uh, Spilling the Nachos, who's, I mean, I like The Sopranos, but not to the level that, you know, the big dog from Spilling the Nachos likes it. Right. And I'd be interesting to listen. Their episode 17 came out today. Haven't listened to it yet, so I don't know if they talked about it or not. Um, and he, he's much more well-versed in The Sopranos. So I might have been just misled because of all the hype that was given that Michael Gandolfini is going to be playing James Gandolfini. So I figured it would be more heavily oriented towards James Gandolfini's character, Tony right. Soprano. But actually, in my opinion, The Many Saints of Newark was more about uh, Christopher Malasante's dad, oh. who is Tony's uncle... Uh-huh. Christopher's dad, obviously. Yeah. And, you know, obviously Tony kills Christopher in The Sopranos. And The Many Saints of Newark was actually narrated by Christopher's character, which I thought was kind of odd because, he, you know, he, he, but anyway, that that's neither here nor there because obviously it's a prequel. So sure. it, he wasn't dead at the time. So, and it was just like, I thought it went watchable. Yes. Would I rave about it? No. I, I thought it just kind of like, Bing, little, bing, bing, like a pinball machine just bouncing all over the place. Almost like so, it was trying to tie up, tie up loose ends before they needed to tie right. up loose ends. Or explain a lot of things. How, I don't, yeah, I can see that. You know, so, but definitely watchable. And then we, Liz and I started watching Chestnut Man today, which is a, I don't know. I think it's a Netflix series, but it might be Amazon. I'll double check that. But So that's what our viewing pleasure was. All right, well, I just uh, caught up on Ted Lasso and C, uh, both Apple TV Plus shows. But uh, I tell you what, the Ted Lasso was a season ender. Uh, We watched the, uh, what is it, 12th 12th episode in season two. And character uh, Nathan Shelley, so Nate the Great. So if you follow Ted Lasso, um, basically Ted, an American actual football coach, Goes over to uh, the UK to get away from a bad relationship or a relationship that's going uh, down the tubes. Uh, just needed to change the scenery. Why he had to go over the pond to do that, I don't know, but it makes for a good story. And then, uh, so he starts, you know, bringing this team together. Well, he, he gets this team, uh, the Richmond uh, Greyhounds, and the 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 trainer or the uh, what do you call it the the kid that takes care of everybody's socks and makes sure they have water. equipment manager equipment manager um, you know in one of the episodes if you haven't seen it it's not that big of a spoiler uh, but he's actually he's got a lot of good ideas and and being the character that Ted Lasso is he kind of brings him under his wing and is like hey let's do it you know good idea is a good idea 
brings him into the fold. But in the season ender, I'm telling you, um, I don't know. If you follow Ted Lasso and you've seen that last episode, you kind of want to punch Nate, Nate the Great in the throat. He, um, he's turning, his dark side is coming out. And, um, and, and, and I mean, that's the great thing about Ted Lasso, just like some of these other shows we're talking about, great character development. You really get into the characters and who they are and this kind of thing. So, I mean, I like you, it's not quite as bad as wanting to throw a brick through your TV when the uh, Bears or the Sox uh, lose a lead um, for you, but uh, kind of pissed off. The other one uh, with C, uh, it's just a good story, um, but the cast of characters is really good. You got uh, Dave Bautista in there and, of course, Jason Momoa. There you go. Yeah, okay. I've been practicing. Yeah. Could you tell? Practice makes perfect. <laughs> but um but you know, for a while there it's they you know, when they started the show they were hanging on the whole um I mean they were if there wasn't somebody that lost a limb or a head, it was kind of surprising. You're like, Hey, what's going on with the show? You know, they're kind of not doing their normal thing. But uh they've been more story development along the way and now they're getting towards um, shit's gonna hit the fan. Uh, Jason's getting pissed. Dave's getting pissed. So you know some of that action is coming down. How many episodes is that in? Uh, I think I'm in. I think I'm in six or seven on that one, season two. All right. Yep. But I'm caught up. <clears throat> caught up on those two. Now I do have to say, I got a. I was talking with uh, Pastor today, talking about some things, and uh, she pulled me aside. She says, "Hey, listen to the pod." The random question. Uh, all right, so, I'll let you finish. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring that up. And all right, that was one of the. Go ahead, finish your story. I want to know. So she says, she says, Do I have uh, an appointment with her. Or no, rather, week? rather it was a phone call. I think it was a phone call, and uh, she says, but it was after. Well, let me, let me, let it was, pull, it was let after me, church. Let me pencil into my appointment with her. For <laughs> That's pretty much what it's. Yeah, she's like. She said, uh, hey, I, I couldn't help it, but I had to watch Midnight Mass. <laughs> She's like, that's quite a show. She said, but if you're ever thinking about joining a church like that, it'd be a really bad idea. Right. Okay, yeah. I can see Mike joining it, though. Oh, I thought you were going with the <laughs> random question aspect that she had her take on. No, no. I mean, I I don't think so. <laughs> she just she had finally caught a piece of it because, obviously, it has a religious connotation, and she wanted to see what it was about. But anyway... She's there for moral and spiritual support if at any point, you know, we decide to go that route. Well, again, my big call out on Midnight Mass was if you would, the guy who, I forget his name, I had it written down for last episode, his sermons, I think, would keep you focused focused and listening in church. Yeah. I thought she was going to comment on the random question last week because that I've got, I had more feedback on the random question. Now don't get me wrong. Yeah. The question one the the question was that's what a random questions should do is spark debate. The question wasn't what do you believe happens when you die? The question was what is your biggest fear and mine is death because there are so many people that believe so many different things and and my take is well not everybody is right. Yeah. So your you know your belief is wrong or my belief is right or your you know this that or the other thing. So I didn't. I, I don't. Still don't question my beliefs. I'm just saying that's why it's a fear. It's like, well, what if I'm wrong? I mean, you know, you go into a baseball, you know, a sporting, a Vegas casino. If 
$5,000 and you know the Knicks are going to win the game by four or more, put that $5,000, which is your next three house payments, because you know the Knicks are going to, well, well, what if you're fucking wrong? What if the Knicks lose? You know, <laughs> kind, of, you. kind of that yeah. line of thinking. But anyway, so yeah, oh yeah, definitely. And that's what, I. that was the other confusion on Midnight Mass is I think I put good versus evil because I, I don't, there's no way the one is an angel. So anyway, yeah, enough of that. But <laughs> so I know I've asked you hundreds of times on Ted. Is like is Ted Lasso a obviously it's a comedy. Yeah. But is it like is it a comedy like Seinfeld where it's nothing but comedy, or is it a comedy that has other aspects of the series? Uh, the only the only other aspect of it is just you know coaches and sport. You know that's the thing I really appreciate about it because there's a lot of you know when they're playing you know. How they go about, um, you know, celebrating victories. How they go about, you know, getting past defeats. Uh, relationships between teammates and coaches. You know how it should be done and how it shouldn't be done. Okay. You know, and those kind of things. So I mean, so if you're if you've coached at all, whether you've coached third grade football or or, or the NFL or the MLB or whatever, um, you know, you can appreciate some of the aspects that they bring into the show as far as that's right. concerned. Uh, speaking of which, we dropped. A heartbreaker to Frank and with sixteen to eight, um, fell to three and two on the season. I was going to ask close, you about that. Close out the season next week against Freeland. We got beat on a play that we coached all week long. Got it. You got to can't let them get the outside. Can't let them get the outside. Can't let them get the outside. They got the outside. And then the other one was like I explained to the kids. It was like, hey, it was a pass. A third and fourth grade football. Yeah. Pass play. I had a linebacker and a cornerback and a safety draped on this receiver. He still he stuck, caught it. He stuck his hands up, and the quarterback put it right in his hands, turned and scored a touchdown. And I told, like I told him, because, hey, all of you did what you're supposed to do, and sometimes the other team's just better. Yeah. I mean, they did a better job at executing than we did, and we did a good job executing. Yeah, okay. The, you know, the first well, that's, the, that's what I'm talking yeah, about, Coach. The, that's the, what I'm talking the first, about. The first touchdown, it was a breakdown there. We got pushed in. They hit the outside. Number 80 hit the outside touchdown, just like we said would happen all week long. So that was more on them. Right. The second touchdown, they, you know, tipped the cap to the other teams. Hey, you beat us. Yeah. We, we had you beat, and you were better. Yeah. So. All right. I don't know. I think it's time to uh, rate this. Don't you think, David? I think it is. All right. So I'm first. Uh... Looking at my Good Life uh, glass from Bend, Oregon. Good Life Brewing Company, that is. Last pull there. Uh, good? Hmm. I'm going to go 3.25. Hmm. Really good, but not there's, there's not that something that knocks my socks off to get it up there towards 4 or past 4. All right. Um... Yeah, I mean, 3.25 isn't a horrible rating by any stretch of the imagination, but I think this almost goes back to just your traditional IPA. Um, Not a lot of bells and whistles flavors-wise, but that you've got some pininess to it where you could tell you're drinking an IPA. 6.6, it's smooth enough where, you know, even somebody like me is not going to be, you know, asleep after two of them. Maybe eight of them. I'll be that. Guy. I'll be that guy. But um, very pleasant. I mean, definitely not four worthy. It's not. It's not a 
blow your doors off here, but I think three. I think you undersold it at three point two five, and I'm going to go a quarter point higher at three point five zero. All right. So if I look this bad boy up on Untapped, and looks like all right. Oh, well that's a that's pretty good for a eight thousand one hundred check-ins. 3.56. So you're right on you're right on the money, Mike. All right. Thank right you. on the money with the people at Untapped. Hey, I mean that was your rating, so you were right on your rating too. You were wrong, but you were right on your rating, so Alright, Michael. We have our second tasting. This is the Krankenstein I no, this is not an IPA, it's a Marzan. That's why I'm talking like a vampire. Because this is their this is their fall beer. So, All right. Yeah, that was a failed attempt. I don't know. No, that was you know you're actually uh, uh, Dracula. I don't Frankenstein doesn't talk, so that was a better Dracula than Frankenstein. But it was that was a good yeah. Because I don't know if because Frankenstein isn't he just like Ugh. I don't even know if you talk. Yeah, he's he's a loser. <laughs> I didn't know if Frank. I don't know if I so can introduce a, actually, a beer that, that way. That was excellent Dracula. Okay. I'll, I'll give you that. All right. So. Thank you. I appreciate that. So uh, anyway, we've got the Krankenstein. It's a Marzan. I hope Marzan. Marzan. Ah, oh, shit. I'm probably pronouncing it a Marzan. Uh, but it's basically, you know, it's an amber lager. It's more of a fall beer. So I think that's why they put the Frankenst Frankenstein, uh, Krankenstein name to it. But uh, the stats on this one, 5.6% alcohol, 26 IBUs. So... It uh, probably not a not too much of a kick to the teeth. Oh, no. look at that! Definitely a fall. Yeah, it has an October fast pour to it for sure. And just so our listeners know, bottom tenth, four four, one out, and I put half my FanDuel account on the raise simply. I did it for the good of the pod, Dave. You did, so you wouldn't chuck that Pelfoy yeah, you know, uh, across you know, the room. Smash a uh, glass over your head, punch your TV, smash my phone, throw it in the end of the driveway. So either way, I'm going to come out looking right. pretty. I want either the way. Red Sox to win. Right. But if the Rays happen to win, hey, I won money. This is an that, that's, so, that is the de definition of hedging a bet right there. Exactly. So so now we can continue this podcast as professionals like we are. And if the Red Sox win, they win. If they don't, they don't. And there's always tomorrow because it's only two to one. This is an elimination game. So right. Cheers. cheers. Doesn't have an Oktoberfest on the note. Has the Oktoberfest color, not the note, the scent. Yeah, that's the no. Well, fuck yeah. it, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> um, hmm. I'm gonna save any uh I'm gonna save any comment for at the end. Alright, yeah, fair enough. That's what we rate it. Yeah. I just don't know what to say right now. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. You're a little it's, perplexed. It's, it's as well. different. Yeah. All right. Segment two. What once was Mike's Twirl Around the Sports World in five minutes or less, but with MLB, uh, NFL, NCAA, five minutes, it, it would never happen. What's so his pod called? Flights, football, and anything else. So it's em a, Emphasis on the football, yeah. at least this time of year. But we're going to emphasize the uh, 
baseball portion of it first. So, all right. All right. So here we are. We're into the divisional series. Dodgers, Giants, one to one. Braves, Brewers, one to one in the National League. Rays, Red Sox, one to one. It's two. It's four to four. Bottom of the tenth. And the Red Sox just got to run around the bottom of the tenth. A little Bobby Dalbach slap single to the left. Man on one So I'm sorry. That, I'm sorry. That was Alex Verdugo. Alex, my, my bad. I thought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm watching on a little Pindic size phone. I mean, I can't. I couldn't see the red beard from. That's Alex the second Verdugo. time you said Pindic in this. Yeah, I don't well, think you said Pindic in the whole pod series. Yeah, maybe. yeah. It's a it's an underutilized term. So anyway, so and then later tonight. Astros look to be the first to advance to the championship series as they go to Chicago with a commanding two to nothing lead over the White Sox. It started on Wild Card Monday, and say what you will, uh, you know, uh, they're ruining baseball. You know, why we have the extra Wild Card team? I think it just leads to the drama, leads to this, you know, excitement, keeps more cities involved. The second game of Wild Card Day, uh, the Dodgers had a walk-off against the Cardinals. Cardinals had won their, like, 17 straight games to get a shot at that one game. It was close all the way, and then kaboom, a walk-off for the Dodgers. The Red Sox pretty much manhandled the Yankees start to finish, and... As I would normally do on a Red Sox-Yankee game, like I did tonight in such a tense situation, I hedged my bet. I bet the Yankees on the money line. I bet the Yankees minus one and a half. So you're like, oh, you lost money on that, didn't you? Well, turns out I only lost $15 because I also put $15 to win 60 on Stanton hitting a homer. And what a perfect situation for that fucker to be because it was 6-1 Red Sox, one out in the top of the ninth, and fucking Stanton goes deep. And I'm like, all right, fucking A. You know, you know. Right. So the Red Sox are going to win, and I don't lose too much money. So uh, I didn't lose. I lost, like, ended up losing $15 on that, but because Stanton hit a, what basically was a meaningless homer in the ninth, yeah. Um, I basically broke even, and the Red Sox advanced to the situation we are right now. Uh, J.D. Martinez up, one ball, two strikes, one out, one man, uh, two balls, two strikes. So, um, I still like the Giants over the Dodgers. And then Brave Brewers is anybody's game. I, I, I Whoever wins that, I would not be surprised. Astros are going to face the winner. And I actually like the Astros over the winner of this series. So, but we'll see. But baseball, and I think tomorrow we're going to get some afternoon baseball. Afternoon October baseball, you cannot beat it. Two balls, two strikes, one out, man on, bottom of the 10th, 4-4 Red Sox raise. What happened to college football? College football. Dave, talk to me. A lot happened. But. Before I get to the the biggest thing that happened, that I don't know if it shocked the world, but it sure shocked a lot of people. Uh, so my Spartans, uh, same game plan. I don't know if you you haven't seen any of those games, have you? Well, I, I watched quite a bit of I watched quite a bit of that Rutgers game. Okay, so uh, basically, what everybody has figured out so far is that the defensive scheme for MSU is. 
we're going to give you five yards. We're going to give you ten yards. We're going to we're not going to let you get past us. All right, we're not going to let you have the deep ball. Uh, we're going to grind out the clock. And it's I mean, in the first probably three games of the season, uh, both my son Max and I are screaming at the TV. You know, God, why aren't you? You know, why, 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 why? You know, completion, 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 completion. But you know what? It's working. Um, so, you know, 31-13 against Rutgers. Um, Rutgers is not, It's they're not a great team, clearly. I mean, they started 3-0. and uh, And then they had, who was it? They had uh, Michigan. They had Michigan, Penn State, and now Michigan State. Yeah. So they had three big heavy hitters. They weren't able to win. Uh, Texas and OU. Texas had control at one point in that game. They're, they were ranked uh, 21st in OU 6. Uh, control, you, that's an understatement. It was fucking 28-7 to seven at one fucking <laughs> right. point. And not only that, Rattler, the I think he's a sophomore. Maybe he's a freshman. I think he's a sophomore. Was benched. And every, every week, the Oklahoma crowd boos Rattler because they want the backup. And now the backup comes in and leads them to a victory. So I don't think there's any way they can go back to Rattler. Yeah, I don't. Whatever happens there, that'll be a lot of talk on ESPN and all your other sports outlets. Um, what was another one? Ohio State. That was no. That was a gimme against uh, Maryland. And then interesting thing in the Arkansas uh, Ole Miss game, right? You get down to the wire, and obviously they had a discussion. Uh, it was uh, it was forty five to fifty two. Arkansas scores. Make it 51-52. And, I mean, without hesitation, the coach is coming off the sideline. He's putting up two oh. fingers. What did you, what'd you think of that? I like it. He I, must have consulted I, with I basically team. watched the second half of that game, and they played that second half, and they went to, they went to midfield with the officials, and they said, um, hey, defense optional. <laughs> if you want to play, if you want to play, you want to play defense. You can. You don't have to. We'll see what happens. Right. And literally, that's a point went, I'm going to make at the end it, of it. Literally, this it was boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. And I think what he said is like, look, it's 52-51. We cannot stop their Ole Miss, the Ole Miss offense. We have a shot to win it with a three-yard play. Right. Let's go for two. I respect that. You're on the road, and it's like. I mean, they weren't fucking close to stopping Ole Miss the entire second half. Jump! Jump! <laughs> and... Oh, warning oh, track power, it. J.D. Oh, it's, it's tough to fucking watch a game with no sound on your fucking device because I thought he had hit that. I thought he walked it off, but he had warning track power. Hit it in the wrong part of Fenway Park. But um, anyway, back to that game. You got to love the coach for doing this. Like, hey... Let's go. Yeah. Um, Got confidence in you guys. Clearly, it, they've been yeah. scoring because yeah. I mean, they they scored. 51. They sc- it was it was forty five thirty eight. Arkansas scored, made it forty five forty five, and literally, I, I literally think it was like nineteen seconds. Ole Miss had a sixty yard touchdown pass to take a fifty two forty five lead. So he's like, all right, we have a minute left. We marched down the field. We scored. And we're not going to stop them because overtime rules, you start at the 25. Fuck it. Let's go for the win right here. I respect that. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, it cost him any shot at a national title. But if he, if he makes it, he's a hero. So I, take, I tip my cap for going for two in that situation. Yeah, I do too. 
The other big one in the Big Ten, uh, number four, Penn State versus number three, Iowa. Great game. Uh, probably, you know, obviously a barn burner. Uh, what I thought was, my only thought after that game was that Iowa's going to get a, um, they're going to get a reconstruction on their stadium, kind of like Michigan State did. Um, they're going to put the, the first row about 15 feet up in the air so that everybody can't flood onto the field like they did. That was, I mean, I, I don't even know how the players got off. Uh, everybody just emptied the stands like an old school. Like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not against emptying the stands. It's just in the, from the sense that I know a lot of schools have gone to um, uh, doing some reconstruction on their uh, stadium to make sure that, you know, that doesn't happen for whatever reason. Safety, let's call it. Michigan, Nebraska, I actually fell asleep halfway through the third trying to follow that one. Uh, Michigan came out on top. Uh, Nebraska's always in every game they play. They just can't seem to punch through and, and get a victory. So this is lining up. Uh, game day might be at that Michigan-Michigan State uh, showdown in East Two Lansing. Weeks, right? They both yeah. have a game next week. Yep, on the 30th, oh. Saturday the 30th. So yeah, because yeah, State is off the 23rd. Right. So they play the 16th, and then State, I don't know what Michigan's schedule is, but State plays next week off the 23rd, right. and then has Michigan. And I don't know home. if that's going to hurt them or help them, whether that, you know, people will say, well, they'll be able to prepare, they're going to get healthy, all those good things like that. But sometimes when you're off for that long, you get a little right. uh, lax or. Well, the key would be to not fucking drop the ball next week. Right. So we'll have to look up to see who they play. Uh, I want to say Indiana. I think I'm right. I'm pretty sure they play Indiana. Uh, State does, by the way. So, anyway, and then the last one, um, Alabama goes down. Down goes Alabama. I'm crying fix. What's that? I'm crying fix. You think so? Just to get... Really? Just to drag everybody deeper into the... Conspiracy. Yeah, it was like, all right, so now, because now you got... Because nobody's undefeated anymore, right? Well, well no, Coastal yeah. Carolina. Well, Michigan, Michigan, Michigan State. Michigan, State. Coastal Carolina. Yeah. So, so how far does Alabama fall in the polls now? So, Georgia's now number one. Right. Penn uh, State was three. They lost, so they don't jump. There's, Iowa is still undefeated. Uh, Iowa's not going to jump Alabama. I, I, don't, I don't think an undefeated. Because Iowa's three, Penn State four. Uh, well, if I I was three, okay, so Alabama falls to three, then right? Maybe. So it goes yeah. Georgia, Iowa, Alabama. Alabama. I think Maybe. Michigan State possibly jumps Michigan. Oh Jesus! Listen, I had this discussion with Max too. I mean, we uh, an eleventh ranking. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, for the teams that they've played, they've done extremely well. I think their strategy, their their plan, uh, their overall game plan has worked really well so far. But, God, it's painful to watch because, I mean, any disciplined team that can keep a, a drive going, being satisfied and content with, you know, taking five, taking ten, taking five, taking five, taking ten, taking five, taking five, and just march right down the field and punch it through, they just haven't played any teams yet that can go, you know, 80 yards and do that. So, I I don't know. I, I would hate to see Michigan State go any – uh, higher than ten, they might, but I, I, you know, who knows? Well, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you got you've got uh, oh, you got Ohio State at seven, OU at six. Ohio State's got a loss. They are not going to jump. Um, 
Alabama. Oh, I don't know if Oklahoma are they undefeated or do they have a, a loss? Oklahoma. Yeah, if, uh, but Oklahoma is uh, nope. They're undefeated as well. Well, they're the worst undefeated team that's ever walked the face of the earth because they suck. <laughs> so <clears throat> I don't. I actually, it's it's going to be Georgia, Iowa, Alabama. All I right. don't think Alabama will fall below Oklahoma. And then it's a crapshoot. You're saying yeah. for number four, five, six, yeah. all through there. Well, Oklahoma will go to four with a victory. I don't know who was number five at the time. Yeah, because they because Oklahoma beat a ranked team. Texas was number right. twenty. You know, it was twenty one. So it, it, I suppose, yeah. There's no way Oklahoma is better than Alabama. I won't buy it. So all right. Um, anyway, so that's, all right. co- that's college football. Granddaddy of them all, the NFL. Another fucking not the Rose Bowl. No, yeah, not yeah. Good, yeah. They say that's the granddaddy of them all, <laughs> but we all know it's the NFL. All so right. starts Thursday night. They've been wrong for what thirty-seven years. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> so it starts Thursday night. Rams Seahawks. Russell Wilson has not missed a game in his NFL career. I draft him on my fantasy team, and he fucking mangles his fingers. Going to be out six to eight weeks. So, ah. and the Rams go on to win. Come to tonight's game, or not tonight's game, Sunday action. As we've already talked about, Bears beat the Raiders. Lions, take come back, hard-fought game. Come back, take a 17-16 lead, only to be fucking snake-bitten by another long field goal as time expires <laughs> and lose to remain winless. Um, Browns somehow lose to the Chargers as Justin Herbert sticks my fantasy defense with a minus six. Hey, the trend here is my fantasy team sucks ass. Um, (laughs) And then we we got maybe the game of the night, the Bills-Chiefs going right now. Cowboys eviscerated the the Giants, and the Giants, it was a war of attrition, really. They lost – Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, Kenny Galladay. I mean, they got hurt, 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 and got their asses kicked in the, in the game. Packers, Bengals, in, in an eight-minute span in the fourth quarter, in overtime, there were five consecutive missed field goals, and the fucking Packers gave, instead of letting my fantasy quarterback and my fantasy wide receiver get more points, they let... Mason Crosby finally kick a game winner, a 49-yarder to beat the Bengals. So uh, there was another game that jumped off the page at me that I haven't mentioned yet. Um, fuck, what was it? Uh, the one of the 1 o'clock game. Oh, the, the, the Carolina, who's playing very well this year against the Eagles, who were listless, lifeless, and hopeless. And then all of a sudden they came back and they won. And they beat the Panthers. It's like, how in the fuck did that happen? Um, <laughs> so yeah, Dan, you know, Dan Campbell holds back tears after Lions lost. I don't blame him. I mean, they fucking have, they've kind of been there. His team's battling for him. Guy's kind of a physical specimen. I, 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 I tip my cap to Dan Campbell. Um, he's a badass. So, uh, and then the other one was, uh, what was that game? Jameis Winston threw like another. Oh, well, Tom Brady threw another five touchdowns, none of which were to my fantasy wide receiver, by the way. Thanks, Tom. 
Uh, as much as Dick. I as much as I pumped you up on this podcast, you think you could throw to fucking Godwin a little bit. Although Godwin had the most targets, but no touchdowns. Evans two, Brown two, and Gio, Gio Bernard one. So it's like, yeah, yeah, I'll throw the ball to Godwin when it doesn't count, Peters, and you'll like it. You <laughs> twat. Yeah. Oh, and oh, that was the other one. That hey, I should move to fucking Vegas for football season. Because nothing beats football in the morning, even if it's bad football like the Jets and the Falcons. That fucker kicked off at 9.30, and you're watching an NFL game with a cup of coffee. There's, in, in, you know, that was, that's what it would be in Vegas every week because right. the game started at 1, uh-huh. 12, 11. So it would be 10 o'clock every morning yeah. in Vegas. Yeah. So I, I got to move to Vegas. So <laughs> anyway, another fantastic week in the NFL. Oh, that's the I knew there was one other game on. Back to the Browns game who lost 47-42 to the Chargers and the Chargers scored 26 points in the fourth quarter. I think it was I think this was the most since 1991. How the fuck do you score 26 points in a quarter? That's a that's crazy. Against professionals. Yeah, I mean yeah. I mean uh that's it, called it, a brain fart. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Twenty six points in one quarter is amazing. It, it's, I don't even know how to explain it other than saying it was amazing. So uh, yeah, go ahead. No, I was, is that uh, the NFL? Mm-hmm. All right. So the other big thing that happened uh, was the uh, Wilder Fury fight. Yes. Now I didn't watch it. Nor did I. I'm Nor did you. Yep. But it's worth saying. I mean, I did see the highlights. I wanted to catch because um, I already said, you know, to the listeners that I fell asleep during the Michigan Nebraska game, sometime late in the third quarter. But um, the highlights I saw were pretty amazing. I mean, some just some crazy blows. There were a lot of knockdowns. Um, I didn't see in any of the highlights anybody out uh, for any length of time. So. Um, I, from what I saw, it probably lived up to its billing, like everybody said. Yes, I heard that from, I didn't hear it, I read it, that as far as trilogies go, this was one for the ages. Now, the only thing that I can't get fired up about, okay, so Fury won. Yeah. Right? Tyson Fury won. Right. Okay, so now who does he fight next? Well, that's the, the that's the problem that's, I was going to bring yeah, up. That's what I mean. Like, who knows? Who cares? It's like, was, all right, well, you won that fight. That so. was the problem I was going to bring up. Is so do we make it a best three out of five? I think <laughs> for some reason, having grown up through the age that we did of boxing, you know, through the 70s, 80s, I don't know, even early 90s, when did boxing kind of fall out of favor? Um, but, you know, to, to see the hype and to see boxing kind of come back and, and, and get the views and you know, to get the hype that it did. Uh, you know, it, I don't know. It kind of felt good. But not being a, a hardcore boxing fan, I, I was like, okay, well, you know, like, just like you said, like, okay, what's next? Right. That's what I mean. It's like, <laughs> and I wouldn't even be able to. Yeah. But I don't know. Is Mike Tyson the next contender? Are they going to bring him out of retirement? Uh, just... No, he's having way too much fun doing uh, uh, commercials. Right. So yeah. I, I have no – and that's the only reason – I didn't really dive deep into it. It was like, you know, all right, oh, great. It was a great fight. You know, maybe boxing is trying to come in on the coattails of uh, the UFC and whatnot. But, okay, you know, Fury won. Yeah. Now what? I mean, so, right. like, okay, so it's his next big fight against uh, Jake Paul. I mean, <laughs> well, that's, Jake, what they, no, that's what they were talking about. Yeah. 
Like, who do they think? You know, Fury or Jake Paul? Yeah, Jake Paul's won like three or four in a row, so maybe right. he's ready for the big match. I don't know. Look into it, everybody. I mean, what would that say if fucking they did do that fight and, and Paul beat him? <laughs> Fuck, I think they'd have to end boxing. <laughs> maybe. You know, because say what you want about but Paul has done... He's played his cards, right? He's, you know, he's picking and choosing sure, his yeah. shit. Yep. You know, yep. He's going off his fame as the TikToker right. or YouTuber or whatever he yep. is. The influencer. Yeah. And, but yeah, I, I, there's no fucking way in the world he'd beat Fury, I don't think. I don't, probably not. So. I mean, some of the blows those guys were taking, it, it almost looks like in slow motion, like some of these guys, you know, when they happen to go helmet to helmet, but yet you got some guy's fist. You know, going into the side oh, of his look at dome. This. I don't want to look at this. We got to we got to run down and. Oh, he's how safe. the fuck did he get back? That what a horrible way to run a rundown. Kids, do not watch the Red Sox in a rundown here. They got one out, but they should have got two. Strike him out, throw him out. A Rose Arena was dead to rights, and somehow the Red Sox fucking butchered the rundown. rundown. Yeah, I don't understand. Okay, bad throw. A Rose Arena is up and running. Run it! Run to the. Don't throw it now. You got to run towards him. Oh God damn! That was that. That could be the difference of me winning money and losing money right there. But, but I think that's our twirl around the sports world in a few twenty six minutes. minutes or less. <laughs> All right. Now let's. Uh, you ready? Oh, you are ready to rate yeah. this. All right, I go first. It. it it's called Steen Cranker Steen. Steen, Frankenstein, October, Halloween. It has a very, very good October fest taste to it. Uh, do I like it better than the 3.5 of the Professor IPA? Oh, God, what beer would I drink? If you, if we we're going to sit here and drink beer after beer, would I go Professor IBA, IPA, or... You know what? I'm going to go 3.40. Just because I like the IPA flavor a little better. And I thought, but this is a very good caramel note, October fast flavor to it. I would agree with you on all counts. So I rated it at 3.0. And you saw I had it written down before I was influenced by your vote or anything like that. So, um, or by your rating, rather. So let's see. You had 3.4, right? Yes. Yeah. So let's see what the people at Untapped think about this. And so we go into Untapped. We go crank this. Uh, all right. So, oh, wow. 842 check-ins. Not very many. Well, especially the same, brew, the same brewery had 8,100 check-ins with the first taste. Right, but remember. So that was their flagship. That was kind of their flagship IPA where this one is could be more of a um, well we didn't get this in the fall did we we got this in uh in August yes yeah so I my theory was going to be that you know because it was a fall beer that maybe they only bring it out in the fall but all right so I'm wrong on that but 804 or yeah 842 check-ins 3.50 so again you're kind of closer to the untapped crowd where I am not and they were just under the first rating. I was just under the first rating. So, yeah, me and the untapped crowd are cool. You're not. Well, that may be, Mike, but I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And doggone it, people like me. So, anyway, yeah. So, uh, Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. Al Franken? 
Uh, I believe it's Al Franken playing the... Uh, yeah. I'm going to forget right. who the yeah. guy is. I know the segment. All right. So, um, third tasting. <laughs> now, <laughs> we haven't... Stop your whining, Jesus. I know, but you know, the third... You know, this pot should just go endlessly, Dave. I mean, we should do 20 it, tastings. Well, it will go endlessly. Right. We're only in the 100th... Well, 95th, almost to the 100th episode, so... Right. Yeah. When we get to a thousand and we get to the third tasting, you can cry if you want to. All right, fair enough. Anyway, we haven't had an Atwater Brewing in quite a while. Um, so this one is their Pogolicious. And this is their East Coast uh, New England IPA. Uh, let the fruitful taste of the islands refresh you down to your flip flops. This passion fruit, orange, and guava IPA will have you saying aloha. Now, even though that's not New England, I'm assuming it's a going to be a New England with all the fruity hops and you know what I mean. Sure. Yeah. All right. Let's roll. Yeah. What glass you got there? The Austin Brothers Beer Company. Yeah. I'm in my Keweenaw Brewing Company glass. Uh, last time I was up there, uh, what was it, last weekend? See, now you got the commercial pour yeah, and I've got I got the perfect pour. Yeah, I got too excited about that. What she said. Yeah. But I'm bumped. So, uh, all right. Oh, wow. Get the notes on that. Oh, yes. Very fruity. <laughs> Cheers. That's very fruity. Yeah, it says on the can this pairs well with... Backyard uh, luau and grass skirts. All right. Well, so. we have neither. So, <laughs> especially um, in October. All right. I was thinking of something before we go any further. Don't hurt what yourself. What is that? What does that fruit taste? Is it tangerine or nectarine? Well, they said they said passion fruit. Is it, okay. Is that the is it passion, passion fruit? fruit, orange, and guava? And yeah, not okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a Cicerone yet, but I actually, I, I think I got all three of those on the first pull. Right. What is a Cicerone? That's a beer taster. Oh, is it really? Yeah, we oh. still have to get our license yet. Yeah. We got to go through. I thought it was something, you know, I thought that was a Sopranos reference. <laughs> um, yeah. Talk all right, to. before we get, because I lost my train of thought. Uh-oh. And I had two minor FUs, so we're going to postpone the segment that the listeners love so much for a few minutes and this isn't a random question but i've been thinking about it what is now when i say you and no liz this isn't me asking for a friend so don't construe it any way differently and when i say you i mean a person in general what is worse slash the bigger faux pas you when I say you, it's I a got, person yep, in general. Yep. Sleeping with your brother's wife uh -huh. or your wife's sister. Oh, wow. Now, admittedly, both are probably going to wreak havoc in your marriage. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a no-brainer. But right. So what? what is the one that's going to... And, and to our female your listeners out there... Your brother's wife. Your brother's wife. Or... Or your wife's sister. Uh, Assuming the, 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 those 
credentials apply because I don't have a brother, so obviously I couldn't sleep with my brother's wife. And we're talking generalities here. And and it's we'll put the female perspective on it too. So, so your wife is with I guess put yourself in that situation. Would you rather have your wife with your brother? Or your wife with your sister's it husband. It would be harder. It would be harder having. <laughs> I wish I had my phone queued up. I can't. Uh, it would. It would be more difficult to have holiday gatherings if it was your wife's sister. I would think. But how could you? Not really, because your brother's wife. How would you meet together? Hey, Merry Christmas! She was great last night, wasn't she, bud? I God, I hope you wouldn't be doing that and still be married. That would be a little awkward. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's that's a that's a really difficult question. I think people should try to help us out on that one. I'm going to say your spouses, because I'm going to put the female perspective on this as well. Sure, your spouse's sibling is worse than, or isn't as bad as. Your brother's spouse, your sibling's spouse, because your sibling's spouse ruins the family. You're talking about and your, the marriage. You're talking about your wife's sister, because you said you're going to put the female perspective on it. Either or, so your your no, so your wife's sister. This is from a man's point of view. Okay, your wife's sister. Yeah, or your brother's wife. Right. I think the wife's sister does less to the immediate family than your brother's wife. Because now you've alienated everybody in your family. Yes, your wife's sister, the marriage is over, but at least hopefully like your brother and her, they'll still back you. Oh, so for right now, you're like, what would be the, the better situation for the husband... Who, or the who, wife, the who wife. committed the adultery, right? Or the wife, because yeah, like, like if it was the wife is with her sister, can be with her sister without hating her. Your wife's not the wife's not going to be with her sister because that's just wrong. <laughs> I mean, that just throws red flags up all. <laughs> that's over. not what I'm saying. <laughs> no, so I put it from a female perspective. So you know, we'll just put names on it. So and it, Liz can't be with my brother because I don't have a brother. But Liz with my brother. Or lives with, yeah, they, so yeah, it, it, when you start trying to put dots and I's and T's together, but so I say you with your brother's wife wrecks more havoc personally than you with your wife's sister. And when I say you, I don't mean Dave, I mean just yeah, Joe yeah, yeah. Schmo. Right, yeah, from the guy's perspective, it would be worse. If you are with your brother's sister, because then right, but or not brother's sister. Jesus, what? It's why did you ask? Wife, why wife. did you ask this question brother during the wife. third tasting? Brother's for crying wife. out loud, brother's wife, brother's wife. Because then it would be hard to have Christmas or holidays or do anything with you know from the guy's perspective with your family because your brother would be probably a little irked, right, to say the least, right? Yeah. So we're in agreement that it would be your best bet would be to go with your wife's sister, which is going to ruin the marriage, but at least you would think you would have your family on your side. Yeah. Well, yeah. Depending on how they feel about adultery in general, but sure. But they're still going to back you. 
Well, they'll still talk to you, probably. Oh, yeah, definitely. Your, your <laughs> mom's not going to alienate you for who you're banging. Oh, it was okay, sweetie. Yeah, it's like, you know. So I she understand. Um, she was a whore anyway. Right, so that's what I mean. It's like, so I think the worst of the two would be to go with your sibling's spouse. That way we can put men, because it would be... Of, you could put the women's perspective on it. Well, if your you put the siblings' spouse, yeah. so you're you're, so that would be like. I'm very confused when you say you're going to put the women's uh, because it because a woman can cheat on a man just as easily as a man can cheat on a woman. Sure. So your sibling. Okay. Right. Spouse. Sure. Got so it. It, you know it could be just to put names on it. We'll put Lizard Shelley's yeah. sister's husband. Yeah, right. Or Lizard Shelley's. What's the other option <laughs> I gave you? Yeah, so I think I think the worst of the two is your sibling's spouse is worse than your spouse's sibling. Correct. We are, we are in agreement uh, with agreed. that for sure. I mean, both of them are going to probably ruin the marriage. Well, yeah, but. Red Sox got out of the 13th with men on second, third, two outs. We go to the bottom of the 13th, still tied at four. Um, but, yeah, so that would be both awkward, both probably marriage breakers. Yeah. But I think the lesser of the two is spouse's yeah. sibling. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I just wanted to clear that up. Agreed. Now, your spouse is, <laughs> is going to have an issue with holidays and stuff like that, depending on how they feel about their sibling Having sex oh, with, their, the with marriage, their ex. The marriage is over. Well, no, I'm saying the marriage is over. But you're saying if, if you know, if the person, male or female, commits adultery with their spouse's sibling. No, shit. Now it, you got me all messed up. God dang it. This is actually oh. great. Yeah, I mean, you got to put every, you got to put dots together. So. <laughs> I get it. No, yeah. I'm on the right track. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, everybody listening, you're nodding your head. You're yeah. going, Dave, I know you were on the right. You started to say it wrong, but yes. So once the marriage is over, because you because uh, you had sex with your spouse's sibling, right? Yes. Okay. My spouse's sibling, yes. Right. When the marriage is over, okay, your spouse, if they try to have a family get-together... With their sibling. Oh, that yeah, that's not my problem. That's their, that's, <laughs> that's their what problem. I'm saying. That's their problem. That's what I'm, I'm saying. saying. My family right. would probably I mean, more welcome. I know. Like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. She I was agree. good looking. You know what I mean? <laughs> I yeah. agree. Oh yeah, yeah. That's not my problem. I like, agree. Yeah. But I'm just saying that yeah. would be difficult for the yeah. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. absolutely would be difficult. Right. There's no doubt about that. But okay. yeah, that, that's not my problem. All right. So yeah, so we both agree that. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah, okay. And everybody, everybody listening is going, okay, move on, guys, move on. And the Red Sox <laughs> game will never end because it's just out after out after out. <laughs> so, without further ado, David. Um, nothing terribly wrong today, this week, but I do got to give a fuck you. To my main scapegoat, even though he's three and two, has the Packers coming into the Soldier Field, ripe for the picking. 
This is a huge game for the Bears this Sunday against the Packers. I scapegoat because I'm still not a fan of I'm going to give him a big fuck you to Matt Nagy. No for way. For this reason and this reason alone. On Monday, he announces Andy Dalton is our starting quarterback when he's healthy. And then on Wednesday. Wait a minute. He said that this week yes. on Monday? Okay. Yes. All right. And then on Wednesday, and maybe my timeline's a little bit off. Maybe it was Tuesday he said Andy Dalton starter and Thursday about what, what I'm about to say. Uh, Monday, Wednesday. But anyway, like Monday or Tuesday, he said Andy Dalton is our starter if he's healthy. And then Wednesday or Thursday, he came out and said, Justin Fields has earned the right to be the starting quarterback of the Chicago Bears. It's like, okay, so this is a guy that's clearly desperate to just appease everybody. You know, I'll make Fields the starting quarterback, and then if I lose, maybe I can save my job. I say, well, he's a young quarterback, he's going to make a lot of mistakes, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever. But, you know, so because what happened from Tuesday and Wednesday that, I mean, did Justin Fields had that fucking grade of a practice Wednesday? It's like, oh, wait a second. Andy Dalton's no longer our starting quarterback. Justin Fields is our quarterback moving forward because he's earned it. It's, when just yesterday he said Andy Dalton was our starter once he's healthy, and Andy Dalton's healthy because Justin Fields got dinged today, left the game, came back, and Dalton played. So Dalton's healthy enough to play. So what happened in, like, 11 nanoseconds that swayed. It, re- it reeks of a front office meeting. That's what it reeks of. Front office said either A, you know, you're playing fields or you're gone. Or B, you know, said you're playing fields or we're going to have anarchy in the stands. That it, it, just, the, it just yeah. reeks, like you said, it doesn't make sense. So it reeks of a front office kind of decision. And, you know, they, they put their thumb down on him and said, hey, you know, you could do what you want, but this is what you're going to do. Well, that could be within, but still, a, a big fuck you to Matt Nagy because that's stupid. And then, you know, <laughs> then he challenged the call that there was no way that was overturned today. And yet the guy's three and two. So, 6 4 Red Sox win! Christian Vasquez with a walk off home run! I lose money, but <laughs> goddammit, hey! Red Sox management, just get a hold of me, fuckers. Um, it is. It's all about you. You know, you, as soon hey, as you put yep, the, I put money on you, and you guys win. So, hey, no, you put money on the Rays. I well, I, I put money against you, and you win. Six four walk off. Christian Vasquez. How do you fucking get beat by Christian Vasquez? For Christ's sakes, six four Red Sox win, and my fucking FanDuel account just took a pounding. But <laughs> amen, hallelujah, Red Sox. Hey, let you, hey, do you want to advance to the American League Championship Series? Reach out to me; I can put some more money on the race tomorrow. <laughs> so hey, that- Bears win. Red. I had a two team parlay. The Reds. I had the Rays and the Raiders minus five and a half. But a bump. Lost them both. Lost so much money today, I can't even see straight. But my fucking fantasy, or my favorite teams are winning. Just win, baby. <laughs> that is that is messed up. I'm, I just can't. I don't understand. Anyway, as long as you're happy, Mike, yep. we're happy. We're all happy. So, yeah. hey, I, I, you know, I, don't I may to... resend my fuck you to Matt Nagy. No, I don't. Fuck him. Fuck Matt Nagy. <laughs> 
I just know I don't have to call nine one one or do nope. CPR or anything. And like my that. phone's gonna live another week because you know because you because it was the Red well, Sox and the Rays on a there's Sunday. There's no case you, on that either. Well, no, because I broke it when you dick teased me with the Red Sox Rays <laughs> on a Sunday night episode, probably seventy something. Yeah. But hey, no, the Red Sox won this motherfucker in thirteen innings. Christian Vasquez with a walk off. You, you and know, no, and you know what it was? Yeah. I because. Since the pod started, we had the old high-tech system, just like uh, Dan Patrick, Pat McAfee, Joe Rogan. They all use They've got their fucking devices queued up top, yep. watching this, that, and the other thing. And we had the Red Sox game up here to our right on my phone. Did we not, Dave? We did. But to give the listeners the old fuck you music by Millie Jackson, I had to take the phone down. And I take the phone down, kablooey, the Red Sox win. I am a fucking anti-jinx for my favorite team. <laughs> you are. Well, yeah, well, sure. Yeah, or something. That's almost like your sister's brother or your brother's sister or your sibling's <laughs> right, wife or right. something like that. Yeah. yeah, that's as twisted and awkward as that. So anyway, what a perfect fucking day this has been. Podcast 95, Bears win, Red Sox wins, I lose money, everybody's happy. <laughs> can I give you a little tip? Yes. You know, you can get a case for that thing for like nine bucks on Amazon. I, um, I'm not going to spend the money because this phone is only only has a little bit of shelf life left with oh, okay. Verizon because it's not a Verizon supported phone. All right. Uh, T-Mobile. T-Mobile. Sprint T-Mobile. Yeah, okay. so this, I'm going to have to upgrade because Sprint... Or T Mobile is going to shit all over this brick. Okay. So I'm not going to even spend the $9 for the case. All right. Woo! Yeah. God, I can't wait till this pod's over and I can fucking queue up the video to see Christian's walk. He walked it off. (laughs) But again, I'm watching. They do nothing. I turn it off. Come Just like um, Friday night. I'm sitting there. I, I said, not. Thinking I'm going to watch the game in its entirety because, as the listeners know, I get up at 10 to 3 on Saturday mornings because I got to open the warehouse. So I'm sitting there watching the Red Sox game. All right, we get two runs in the top, the bottom of the. No, top of the first. Yeah, because it was in 10. Yeah, we yeah. get two runs in the top of the first. We got Chris Sale going. All right, woohoo, yeah, 2 nothing Red Sox. Kaboom, 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 boom, boom, boom. Fucking sale hangs a fucking pitch. O two kablooey grand slam five two. Fuck this. I'm going to bed. So you know, yeah, yeah. You know, Why not? I, I, That's I really what I five two after one inning. My favorite player just got fucking raked over the counter. Gave up a. How do you give up a fucking home run on O two pitch? That's another story. That's another fuck you in itself. So <laughs> I can't I'm believe like, you didn't have that queued up. I'm as like, a fuck you know, you. I'm like, all right, fuck this. I'm out. I'm done. You know, five yeah. two race. Sure. Wake up next morning. Or actually, Liz came to bed and noticed that I rolled over. I was a little bit awake. She said, "Hey, the Red Sox won fourteen to six. Huh? Really? <laughs> okay. So I watch. They're down five two. Yeah. I don't watch. They win twelve one. <laughs> I mean, it's like, come on. There's there's and at the fish man eight does not think there's a drink. I'm watching this game. They blow an lead in the eighth inning. With eighth inning has been an inning of horrors for the Red Sox. I turn it off to continue this podcast. Kablooey, the Red Sox win. You you tell me I'm not a fucking jinx. So what we're going to do is is every game the Red Sox are in from here to the end of the World Series, we're going to have you watch the first maybe four, five, six innings, maybe up until the eighth inning. 
We'll we'll have you watch the bottom of the seventh, and then we'll put you in solitary confinement. All How's right. that? that? That'll work. Or either that, we, we record a podcast every time the Red Sox play. Yeah, sure. Because I, I don't know if I can. I'm gonna do my I'm gonna do my part for the Red Sox, but I don't know if I can bet against them every game if they keep winning. Because I'm eventually gonna run out of money. So <laughs> that is true. I mean, so that is. But true. hey, money well spent. Anyway, th- hey, do you have any fuck yous, Dave? Um, no, I mean not really. I mean, I'm working on one right now, just only because I don't know if it's fuck you worthy at this point. But here's the, here's the deal. You know where I work, right? Yes. I do. And everybody that has a kid or knows what's going on in the public schools, most of the public schools have had to go back to masks simply because the kids are sitting next to each other. Uh, 99% of the public schools have everybody there because we know what happens when we went to the whole hybrid or virtual learning and stuff like that. And it just went to hell in a handbasket. So, um, you know, we started off no masks at the beginning of the year. And I shit you not, I had somebody in my room um, uh, contact tracing every day, sometimes multiple times during the day. And so they said, you know, this is this, enough of this. We got to slow this down uh, just so we can keep kids in school and it's not pain in the ass and we're not interrupting the educational process. So went to masks. Did it work? Seems to be working. But I'm watching these games. Just got done watching that game. And I'm watching this game right now, Sunday Night Football, and there's a bazillion fucking people in the stands. They're all on top of one another. You see pictures of the college games with all the college kids, arm in arm, swaying back and forth, and nobody's got a mask. Now, yes, they're outside, but you're telling me that people yelling and screaming and breathing in each other's face, how much different is that than kids sitting like three to six feet apart in a classroom but you know, I don't know, because I'm, I'm telling you what, I'm starting to... Do you remember, I mean, when you had to wear the mask on a daily basis, you know, eight yeah. hours, nine hours a day, whatever, and you started to get that little, I don't know what that feeling is. It's not like a sore throat, but it's just because you're sucking on your own spit all day long. Um, yeah, it's just starting to kind of wear me down. And then, then I can go to the store, I can go to the bank, I can go to pretty much anywhere... And I don't have to wear a mask. Apparently, COVID only exists in public schools. So I don't know. We'll see. That I guess that's I guess that's my only potential fuck you right now. Well, it's about fuck you, and this is episode ninety-five of Flights Football and anything else. Follow us on Twitter at EpodFFA, but and like us on Facebook. But which, by the way, our, the fantasy standings and Facebook will be updated eventually. But there's no changes or anything that can be done now until then. And I think I'm the one with Russell Wilson, so I'm the one that's going to be butt-fucked out of anything, any winnings on the fantasy league. But anyway, getting back to your mass statement, Dave. Yep. But that's what I mean. I mean, you could, listeners, and please do, re-listen to episodes 1 through 94. But especially, I want to say the mass started episode, I'm going to say 19. 19 or 20. Somewhere around yeah, there. Yeah, I know yeah. Shelly's got it memorized because it was the episode where, you know, the news came out that restaurants were going to close down right. at like 6 o'clock or whatever they were going to. And we were, we were baffled. We were, and I think, I think it was episode 13 that we named You Gotta Be Kidding Me because episode 13 was when I told you that the NCA was thinking about holding March Madness in 2020 with no fans and you... I'm like, how, how do you do that? That's right. dumb. And then they ended up not even having March Madness. So 
That and I want to say that was episode thirteen. So and we've t- so from thirteen till ninety five, it, it's all ridiculous nonsense. Yeah, you wear it, you don't wear it. You okay, whatever. You know, it, it doesn't work. You back, get vaccinated, but you get back, you know the whole thing. And I still support the conspiracy theory, but like ten episodes ago, we talked. And I, I said, and this isn't my belief, but okay, they killed Kennedy because they wanted to continue to deal with Cuba and Kennedy wasn't going to deal with Cuba. Now, that might not be the case, but anyway, that's a conspiracy theory that, okay, and that kind of makes sense. It's like, okay, Kennedy's anti-Cuba. If we kill him, we can continue to deal with Cuba. Sure. Now, are those facts? No, not at all, but it, at least it makes a little sense. I don't understand. Stan, I, I still say COVID is a conspiracy. I don't get the end game. I don't know where it lies, but it goes back to the man. Like, because, like you said, okay, well, the kids got to wear it there, but yet we do youth football and laying on top of one another. And sure, you know, yeah, this, that, and the other thing. The kids tackling there, laying on top of one another. You know, the coaches are. I mean, <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Exactly. I appreciate you it. betcha. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, so that, no, that's a valid. That's a valid fuck you. It's, it's like, it's it's all nonsensical, and I just wish I could pinpoint what the conspiracy is. Yeah, I, and I don't know. I don't understand it. And I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm not just telling back, you. I'm not a Vax guy. Right. I got vaccinated so I could go to Rome in February. Case closed. Other than that, I could give two fuck. But if I can show a card in the Rome, and the Italians will say, Hey, buongiorno, Mr. <laughs> Peter. Let's go. And, you know, I can sip a espresso with my pinky up with mafioso. Fuck yeah, I'll get vaccinated. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I, w- I will say that, uh, you know, there there have been some kids in the schools that have, in the last month, in the last four weeks, that have been really sick. Uh, has it been many of them? No, it's been a few. But... Um, have the masks the masks slowed down all the contact tracing and kids having to leave school for 10 days or 14 days or whatever yes so whatever but i just the whole the, yeah I, I don't i'm not going to go through it again but those i will stat, say this those stats actually go against your argument then if the mask have slowed it down then no i'm saying i i never said it didn't work i said from the get go that it had worked and it was doing its job and i'm not i'm not bothered and interrupted and you know half as much as i was before i'm just saying that you know i i watch all this i go to the store i go out in public and i'm like well shit i mean it obviously i don't know i being outdoors you know as opposed to indoors it must actually be a thing cuz it's working, but you, you you talk about going to you're you've got a trip to where? Is Rome. it is it planned? Yeah. Oh no shit. It's a, it's one day shy of six weeks after my knee surgery. Oh what? And I've googled it, looked everything in. They said it, you know you can fly within four weeks to a six weeks period. I asked the doctor on the timing of it. And you're going to be able to walk. Oh fuck yeah they. Six uh, weeks after knee replacement? Yes. The only thing uh, the only thing the doctor told me on my replacement is I couldn't drive for two weeks. He says I can walk out of there on using putting weight on it the day of the surgery. 
If I choose to stay in Shut the up. if I choose to stay in the hospital, I can stay a day or two. But that's up to me. And I ain't there's no fucking way I'm staying in the hospital. Wow. Total replacement. Yep. Huh. And I made it clear. I said, I have to time this surgery because we're going to Rome. And he even said it, you know, because I said, and then we got to talk. I said, you know, the wife and I were talking about going to Paris again or Rome for the first time. And it's because we really, really love Paris, yada, yada, yeah. whatever, whatever. But we said, like, well, it's like that restaurant you go to. Do you, do you order what you like or do you want to get something different and be, risk being disappointed? You know, we took a gamble. We wanted to go to Rome. And he said, well, oddly enough, I've been to those two places. And I, too, liked Paris better. But I do not regret going to Rome before going to Paris a second time because they're two totally different. But, yes, Paris is better. But I don't regret going to Rome. And I said, so I'm going to this on this date. Will I be able to? And he said, yes. Do you know what I got to say about that? No. Well, Latif. Freaking da. And that's what I'm saying. I'm hoping right. I'm, hoping I'm uh, yeah. sipping sure. espresso sure, sure. with the mafia. Also. Well, it's funny because, you know, and I don't really have a random question. I couldn't come up with a good random question. It is a question of sorts, but, you know, we'll see. I'm sure some of our uh, faithful listeners will let me know whether this is a good random question or a bad random question. All right. Before you ask it, it's flipped, slipped my mind for an hour and ten minutes. Special shout out. Thank you to... Loyal listener, relatively new in the last few weeks, Jeff Laporte, left me some samples for the pod. So many fucking samples. He he put, they were in bags tied to my uh, door that goes into my garage. Oh, I thought you said there was going to be a, you heard a beep, beep, no, no, beep, No, beep. I didn't hear that, but he, oh. so many, there were so many don- donations tied to the door. Fucking door fell in. <laughs> what? There were that many do- <clears throat> that many selections. I mean, fuck, Look, there had to be at least 14 beers in there. Six, four, ten. The door fell off the hinges. Is that fucking what you're saying? Fucking sarcastic, dumb fuck. Come oh. on. Come on. <laughs> Wake up, Missy. This is no rest home. Jesus Christ. 95 fucking episodes. You got to get out of my sarcasm at some point. <laughs> Yeah, hyperbole, buddy. I got you. But yeah, special. We didn't we didn't sample any tonight because yeah. Dave already had his selections planned. Right. But Jeff Laporte, loyal listener, we thank you and keep them donations coming. Anyway, random question. All right, so I've been talking about Ted Lasso. Yes, it's in the UK. So you've got it. I mean, they're all European except for Ted and his assistant coach, Coach Beard. Right. So it's all got. You know, UK, European jargon, et cetera, et cetera. You're going to Rome, right? Yes. So I thought I would compile a list because you are, you know, a fan of uh, using the colorful metaphor, if you will, every once in a while. So I want to know if you're up to snuff on your European swear words. All right. Probably not because I'm only literate in one language, English. Okay. So... If someone says bullocks in the UK, or if you hear somebody, and I don't know, I mean, you're no, you're going to Italy, but let's just say you go through Heathrow or something in London to get to, you know what I mean? Bullocks. B-O-L-L-O-C-K-S. What is that? Typically. Shit. Nope. Testicles. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, bullocks. And for some reason, they like saying, oh, testicles. Don't know why. Uh, pissed. Oh, he's pissed. He is so pissed. Mad. Angry. Drunk. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I've heard that, but... Right. Uh, cock up. Boy, man, I really cocked that up. Messed. Yeah, messed it up, screwed it up. Major screw up, if you and cocked it up. And that's considered a swear word? Well, I'll use the words cock, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. Like, you, you know, I... You know, I Put my dick somewhere that I shouldn't have. All right. All right. Um, so, CAC, C-A-C-K. No clue. That one's shit. Okay. Now, you went to Paris, right? Right. So, what's the French word for shit? No clue. Merde. M-E-R-D-E. Merde. Ah, oh. merde. All right. All right. Yeah. Oh, shit. So, next time you go back to Paris, or if you go through Paris... I think we... To- yeah, I think... Our connecting flight is in uh, Paris, so that'll come in handy there. So if you take somebody, well, you won't be taking anybody's luggage off of the rack, but let's say you step on somebody's foot as you're going through the, you know, if you're getting on another plane, if you're yeah. switching planes or something like that, you could just look down at them and say, ah, merde, excusez-moi, right? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah, well, I, I, can, I can see you do how that. How do you spell it? M-E-R-D-E. M-E-R-D-E. D. There you go. Yeah, that'll come in handy. Okay, so you are going to Italy, right? Yes. So, I had a guy in college, right? Like everybody's got a guy. And his name was Salvador Cusimano, right? Yep. Sounds a little Italian. Friends called him Sal, I bet. Sam. Oh, that's yeah. stupid. Right. They should have called him <laughs> Sal. So anyway, one thing I learned from him was a fechadamina porco patana. So if you get really mad at somebody, and I mean really mad, and you don't mind potentially getting up, you know, hit upside the back or hit up hit up the backside of the head with a tire iron, you could say that to him. So what do you think that means? A fechadamina porco patana. Go fuck yourself. Uh, not really. So the porco part is uh, pig. Right? Yeah. So basically, your mother's as fat as a pig. Huh. Yeah. That's not called for. Well, it depends. You got to be really mad if you want to. All right? All right. So those aren't really swear words. Those are just derogatory sayings. Well, whatever. It falls into into the same genre. So if you really want to, um, you could go like BuzzFeed.com has 49 British swear words uh, defined. Um, there's a bunch of stuff out there, so if you want to prepare yourself for your trip, you can go do that. Well, I wouldn't want to do it on that particular feed because I'm not going to Britain. So I mean, that, well, true, true, true. I'm just the, saying I, the most most the of the Italians would be like, "Where the fuck are you calling from, you guinea <laughs> <Kenny> fucker?" <laughs> right. So I'm just now, saying skinny, there should what, be guinea white or guinea Italian. Yeah, they wouldn't call me a guinea fucker because I'm not Italian. Right. I don't know. So uh, anyway. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, but yeah. This random question is left. I think it's left me l- l- more ill prepared to go to Rome. Well, I'm saying you got I, time now. Yeah, I do. So yeah, I got four months. Merit. 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 All right, I'll say that because when I, when the, they're when I'm running lamp, merit. <laughs> look at me. Oh, Dawson Knox with a long touchdown pass from Jake. Uh, uh, Allen to Allen, Knox. Yep. A bomb. The Chiefs are getting beat like a redheaded stepchild. <laughs> so, all right, Dave. What do you think? You, you ready to rate Pogolicious? I am. Oh, now, I'm going to hey, take... Hey, before we rate this, can I go one thing? We we don't do much. 
Yeah. I mean, this is completely, this is, this will be a first of 95 episodes when we're winding it down like this. But it, it, it just clicked. I should have brought this up in segment two during sports. All right. I, I think cancel culture has gone so far that it's. I thought about bringing. I thought about bringing this up as well. I, I don't think you're bringing this one up because okay. this, this is so far gone. You might be thinking of the Gruden thing, which we're going to leave that one alone. Okay. Because that one, the, the argument there is like, okay, that was from 2011, but wrong is wrong. Oh no, not the Gruden thing. I was gonna. I was bringing up the um, Urban Meyer. Okay. Well, that's actually excellent. Hey, this is actually will be a perfect close of the episode. Then we can talk about both those. The first one is, in game one of Houston, Chicago at Houston in the uh, American League Divisional Series, the announcers are Bob Costas, Buck Walter, and Jim Kitty Cott, K-A-A-T. And Juan Moncada, a former Red Sox prospect, who was dealt to the White Sox in the Chris Sale trade, which Chris Sale, by the way, did get the Red Sox, help, was a large part of the Red Sox winning the 2017 World Series. Not a big deal. But anyway, Buck Walter said, when, we were, when they were looking at Mankata try out, when they say somebody has all the tools, they said, this is what an all-star looks like. Because Juan Moncada can catch, he can throw, he can run, he can hit. The quintessential five-star baseball player. Sure. So keep that phrase in mind. This is what an all-star looks like. Yeah, got it. Jim Kittycott said, give me a 42-acre field full of them. Meaning if you have... A 42 acre, 42 acres is a fucking big field. Oh, yeah. If you have a 42 acre field full of all stars, I bet you got a pretty good fucking baseball team. Right? Would you agree? <laughs> I would agree. Okay. So, fast forward like two innings when Moncada's coming up again. Jim Cott says, I've got to apologize for a statement I made earlier that some people may have found offensive. And I apologize for saying that. I was out of line. Because somebody in this cancer, cancer culture, because Juan Moncada is um, a minority. I mean, I, I don't know. I think he's Cuban, maybe. Okay. But I look at a ball player, how they play. I don't really care you know, where they're from or you know, right. what their heritage is. But because he's a minority, and he said a 40-acre field, some people found that offensive. And it's like, he didn't fucking say, all humans belong on a field, on a field farming because they're all fucking farmers and immigrants and no good goddamn losers. That's not what he said. Buck, if you take the fucking thing in its entire context, Buck Showalter said, that is what an all-star looks like. And he said, give me a 42-acre field full of them. Give me a 42-acre field full of fucking all-stars. Yeah, that's what I thought you were getting at. So I right, mean, but I, but somebody took it as that because he's a minority, uh, he's in a field, right? And and that's just that's, that's complete 
lunacy that an apology was even needed because if you listen to the fucking entire conversation, nothing was even drawn about that. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, it's yeah. crazy. It's stupid. All right. All right. Anyway, what do you got? Well, so the Urban Meyer thing, right? Yep. So clearly he made some bad choices, to say the very least. I'll, for I'll, his family. I'll take the point. I'll take the counterpoint to that. Yes, okay. But yeah, for ahead. his family. Apparently. So anyway, I'm just going to cut to the chase. And I'm just going to read from uh, Fox Business News. I believe it was Fox Business News. Uh, some of the people that were commenting or posting about this issue. So they had a the, the title of the article that was going around Wall Street Journal, Fox Business News, uh, electrician upends the NFL, something, something, something. I'm paraphrasing and doing a horrible job of it. But so this, guy, so, so this guy gets these pictures from supposedly a third party and posts them and they go viral of Urban Meyer with other women. Correct? Right. Now, you know, sure, a picture's worth a thousand words and they're not, they don't do them any favors, but, you know, it's not a video, it's not a whatever. But anyway, I just want to share some of the posts. And they all kind of have a common theme. Uh, Post number one. So a man with a history of criminal behavior is a hero for simply posting a questionable behavior of a coach. I'm all for changing our society to live more moral lives. However, monetizing and uh, celebritizing the individual failings and moments of weakness of others when we don't elevate standards for ourselves and everyone uh, is evil in itself. The exploitation of this event hurts Urban's wife, his family the most. Let those who have not sinned cast the first stone. Next post. Um, Oh no, Urban Meyer did something that 99% of NFL players do every night. Now, I don't believe that. That's kind of a, that that post should probably be taken from the Fox Sports or Fox Business uh, postings. Um, That goes a little too far. But the next posting says, right. It's a sin, by the way. Maybe in this case, a serious sin. It's called causing scandal rather than handling the manner. And you can comment on this. Causing scandal rather than handling the matter in a proper way. He could have intervened. The person taking the picture, that is. Could have intervened in a proper way, maybe with another friend or two, and asked the coach if this is really what he wants to be doing, and maybe enlighten him. He's acting inappropriately that he's had too much to drink and offer um, blah, blah, blah. No one's ever going to fucking walk up to Urban Meyer and tell him, so that's dumb. So um, the guy's name was B-Y-R-N-E-S. Byron's? How do you fucking pronounce that? Burns. Burns? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 34-year-old has worn many hats. It's an infam- It's a euphemism for can't hold down a steady job. Also couldn't finish college. They're talking about the guy that posted the pictures. They're basically, you know, 34 years old, has worn many hats. Is a euphem- euphemism for can't hold down a steady job. Also couldn't finish college. Couldn't even make his own video but posted somebody else's and he's woken up each morning since celebrating that he is the greatest thing that this is the greatest thing he's ever done or will do. Basically slamming the guy that posted the pictures. I don't understand what the issue is. It was a business transaction agreed to by both parties offer and acceptance was made for consideration. End of story. So obviously this person's 
you know, like a lawyer or something because he's talking all legal jargon and all right. that shit. So, anyway, most of the most of the posts were slamming so the guy. Are, whose side are you on on that particular thing? I don't think you know if this is true. Urban screwed up. Okay, well, it's so, it definitely true. He was at, he sure, was but he screwed up because. But he this left. goes. But this, this is what I was talking about. This goes back to what you were saying. I mean, it's like so. This guy who clearly, like the one post said, hasn't really done a positive thing in his life. Right. Right. And so he posts a couple pictures, and now you know he's the poster child for, you know, uh, whatever. It's well. I'm going to take a little bit slightly different angle on that before we rate Paul Galicious here, which this is actually. A pod first, 95 episodes in, where we do a random question. And 20 and we, minutes later, we're we, still talking. And we segue off into a different thing, but this is actually valid. I don't give two shits. All right. The guy's in over his head in the NFL. He's not an NFL coach. No, his he's not. Strength was motor, his strength was recruiting young kids. Recruiting to and come motivating. Yep. To his program, and he's had success at all college levels. He's done. He's been charged with some tainted stuff along the way there too. But, and I'll get to this point in a second. Anyway, he's in over his head. The NFL. The NFL is not college. Nick Saban, the, arguably the greatest college football coach of all time, sucked hind tit as the Miami Dolphin head coach because the NFL is not college football. Right. Secondly, it was after a Thursday night game. Jacksonville was in Cincinnati. His grandkids live in Ohio. The team went back to Jacksonville. He stayed in Ohio to spend time with his grandkids. On the way home, him and some buddies went to go to a bar and have a good time. Kids were wanting him to get a picture taking with them. He obliged him to get a picture taking, and then one thing led to another, and there was some grinding. Now, if Urban Meyer's wife wants to leave him for that, okay. It happens. You know, he made a decision. He's got to live with his wife. If his wife chooses to stay with him, I don't see how that affects any fucking thing one way or the other. Because I'll tell you right now, Jacksonville was fucking 4-0. If they had beat Cincinnati, it was 4-0. Nobody would give two shits that Urban Myers was grinding with an of-age person that was also a willing participant. Now, by the way, she says it has ruined her life, which that's another... That's a whole nother, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're not going to get into that. Otherwise, we're going to have like another 17 hours of discussion. But, all right. So, hey, so it, you know, so I don't care if it was a, I don't care if Charles Manson took the photo or the Pope took the photo. He was at a bar, consenting adults. If his wife forgives him. More power to her. More power to because he didn't do anything wrong. Really, they fucking grind it. Who gives a fuck? They were in a public place. I mean, it would be one thing, like you know, if I'm, it, telling, I'm telling you, a lot of wives. There's a lot of wives that would give a fuck. But anyway, to your I, point. Okay, I disagree. And if they should, they got to lighten up. You're married to an NFL coach, and he did nothing wrong. I mean, it wasn't like the the the, the, the video is not in the bathroom with oral sex being performed and him finger fucking. Okay, okay, okay. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, you know, lighten up, you know, because he has a target on his back to begin with because of some of his recruiting improprieties. Yeah. 
And because they're on fucking five now, which they lost today, he's now done anyway. He's yeah. got his target on his back. Yeah. But that he did, you know, in my opinion, he did nothing wrong as long as his wife could forgive him. Yeah, his wife said she was pissed. She was disappointed. You know, I'm here with the kids and you're yeah. not doing that. But if his wife chooses to forgive him, in my opinion, it's a done issue. If they separate and she sues him and gets right. X amount of alimony, so be it. You know, that's their business. Right. But what he did, he did nothing wrong. Yeah. Just like Jim Kitty Cat said nothing wrong. Right. Anyway, I think it's about time we rate the old Poggalicious. Yeah. In the business, they call that going off on a tangent. That was a big tangent. So uh, to get this going pretty quickly, it was enjoyable. Um, I'm actually going to rate this at a 3.45. All right. My best one of the night uh, with the fruity flavor. You know, it, that's it's borderline. It's an IPA, so it's not quite lawnmower beer-ish, but it's in that it's, – it's, it's a little – Towards that genre. Even though our ratings are the in the same ballpark, Dave, um, it was your favorite. It was my least favorite. Because what did you... You said it was passion fruit? Passion fruit, orange, and guava. I thought the passion fruit was a little... Uh, um, I give it a 3.10, so I... It I was different. I didn't dislike it, but it certainly wasn't as good as the first two we had. All right. So, untapped, uh, while we were doing that, I was kind of bringing that up. Uh, 6,100 check-ins. Oh, wow. 3.73. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> I knew, that I knew was coming. Yeah, 3.73. They like the East Coast, man. They like the, they like the fruity IPAs. Boy, that was untapped's favorite by 17 hundredths of a percent. Yeah, I did, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm fucking throwing the challenge flag on that one. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, <sighs> saddest part of the night, Dave, is I look down at the bottom of my glass. I can see I'm out of beer. And as the late, great Stuart Scott would say, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here.